in the seas cooking with the ring. Listeners get kooky, it's time to get spooky. This episode of Pick a Path Podcast features. I just said it all wrong. Oh no. Listeners get booby, it's time to get scooby. I mean, that's a better intro than I was doing. This is Tom Collins in Pick a Path Podcast. Hello. You choose Mystery Library of Scooby Doo. We're doing the Ghost of the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, I love Scooby-Doo. Yeah, me too. Um, prob- I probably love it more than you. Okay, well, we could have a fight about it, but that would probably detrain the podcast. Detrain? Detrain it, not derail. Detrain. Oh, I-, I thought you were saying, like, detract. No. Anyways, I uh, just want to say, for background, when I was just a boy, we had a VHS machine. We had a few VHSs, um, but the best one we had was original Scooby-Doo, first mm. four episodes. Um, oh, nice. And I watched that VHS so much that our VHS player broke and we had to buy a DVD player. Um, <laughs> so, I think I'm the biggest Scooby-Doo fan, and... I may have to give it to you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah. when I was a kid, I could do a really good Velma impression, because my voice was really high. And I thought I would I would try to do all the boys, but I, all my friends would go, No, you be Velma, because your Velma's so good. And it really hurt my feelings. Now, when you say all of your friends made you be Velma, Tom, were you playing Scooby-Doo on the playground? Uh, I was playing Scooby-Doo on the playground. Good. Of course I was. Yep. I was trying desperately to be Shaggy or Scooby, because they're the best characters. Uh, clearly. People sit, people people love to throw out a contrarian take here and there, but they're the only ones who do anything. Uh, <laughs> Fred have... Jones is my MVP. I, I do like Fred sometimes. He's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's the guy with nothing. He, he changes whatever they need him for. Oh, yeah. Um, Velma. I mean, Velma's, Velma's good. She's great. Scooby, uh, this is so interesting. Scooby-Doo is Scooby, he's Scooby-Doo. He's, Sco- he's Scooby-Doo. I think I'm done with, with that bit. Um, <laughs> but we used to play it, and that would make me be a Velma, because I could go, Jinkies! Really good, but I can't do it anymore, because I'm a man. Yeah, you I'm have a evolved. With a deep voice. Yeah. Here's my impression of Velma now. <sighs> no. <laughs> no. Jinkies! Oh, I laughed and spoke through it. I'm sorry. It's okay. Ah, oh, I've ruined everything. Well, I'm so glad that we can take you back to the school playground and yeah. play Scooby-Doo together. Yeah, and I'm so glad for the first time that I've ever recorded a Pick a Path podcast. Certainly not the third Ooh. time. Oh, oh. And certainly not the first time that I've done a Halloween episode. Oh. Uh, well, certainly it is the first time. There's no way it, I would have recorded a Halloween episode another time where we spent five hours reading a Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> Uh, thing we both got so bored that we decided to try and kill Sonic, yeah. uh, which proved very hard. It was really hard. <laughs> he got eaten by a shark, oh. and we just had to go. Yeah, we still have a life left, but I don't think we can do more. No. It's been five hours, and my voice hurts from going. You're too slow, so much. Yeah, Tom committed to the Sonic voice. That was in 2020. The file corrupted. I'll never ever release it, and that's sad. Uh, it's very sad, and I'm devastated. And I really wish that I could one day. Listen to it. Unfortunately, yeah. not. No, no, it sounds like I've heard uh, a clip because there, there was no audio it, for most of it. Yeah, and some of the stuff that was recovered, it sounded like utter dog shit. So but that's the way it is. We also recorded a "Give Yourself Goosebumps" book, and that is coming up this season, season two of Pick a Path Podcast. Yes, and that was recorded also in twenty twenty, uh, and we talk about Season Quest in it. And Season Quest, for those listening at home and haven't heard of Season Quest, is gone. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We did ten seasons, over hundred and fifty episodes of content on it. It's 
thoroughly enjoyable. You should check it out. Yep. Uh, we have finished our tenth season at this point, and, and we're I done. Do believe we advertised season one during Tom's episode? Yes. So we talk, keep, keep we an ear out for that. Talk about being in the middle of doing it. So that's fun. <laughs> Maybe Troy will cut this out so he doesn't have to throw in any advertising. And I'm, so I don't have to be embarrassed. Yeah. I've done my introduction. Do you want to do your introduction now? Who are you? What are you doing here? Oh, I'm Troy J. Malcolm, and I'm playing through Choose Your Own Adventure and interactive game books with friends because I like to. And it's Halloween. 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 It's Halloween, so getting spooky with my buddies is one of my goals. Currently it's September. <laughs> Which means that we're recording this ready for Halloween. Halloween. And we're going to get scared because Scooby-Doo is infamously terrifying. When I was a kid, I used to get scared by a lot of things. And Scooby-Doo is the one exception to that rule. Whoa. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles freaked me out. Fair. They're uh, teenagers. You weren't. What, the main thing was the fact that they were ninjas. Oh. <laughs> that was frightening. They'd always sneak up on me. Yeah. But it's... Scooby-Doo didn't freak me out. <laughs> I'm awful at that. It's been a long time right, since I've recorded a podcast. Well, I'm glad we get to spend some time together getting spooked by Scooby-Doo, the ghost of the Bermuda Triangle. We are holding hands, Tom and I, right yeah. now to prepare ourselves. I want you to just talk us through the cover of the ghost of the Bermuda Triangle. So, big font is this Scooby-Doo. Oh, I love it already. And the Scooby-Doo font. Yeah. Below that, you can see in a different kind of font, the ghost of the, and then below that, a spookier font, kind of skeleton-themed, lightly, that says Bermuda Triangle. So that's that's sort of your introduction to the title. It even has a little skull over the eye of triangle. Yeah. Why the fuck does he have a trident? <laughs> what the fuck? Pirates aren't known for that. We'll get into that. Yeah, I guess he stole it from a Atlantean... There was a full stop there. Atlantis isn't in fucking Bermuda Triangle, brother. Bermuda Triangle's in Florida, and Atlantis is around Greece. <laughs> I mean... Maybe. Tectonic plates are always shifting, right? Yeah, that triangle won't stop moving. <laughs> when I was a kid, there'll be noises in the background. It's it's life. Grow up. Grow up. <laughs> it's spooky noises, okay? It's atmospheric haunted yeah. house noises. Grow up! <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought the Bermuda Triangle was... <laughs> I thought that it was in space oh. um, And the reason for that Like I thought it was on a different planet And the reason for that was I got told by someone in my school That ships go out there and get lost And I figured oh. they meant spaceships And so for about three years I just assumed Yeah that's like a part of the galaxy And then I was talking to a friend And they were talking about the Bermuda Triangle And actually... You know how I found it out? I read Percy Jackson, The Sea of Monsters, where they go oh, to the Bermuda Triangle, nice. and it's the Sea of Monsters. Um, and that's the fun story. Anyways, back to describing the picture. Yeah. I have ADHD. Um, below the title, you can see uh, what looks like a kind of scary-looking pirate fella. He is pretty scary. He's got a trident in his hand. A trident, which pirates are known for having tridents, obviously. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is Poseidon, and he's just got a new, new dress up on. Um, he looks kind of ghoulish. Uh, perhaps ghostish might be the, mm, might be the yeah, good yeah. phrase. Gosh, surely hope he's not real. Should have no. had to go in the costume. No, it definitely won't be. And there's lots of fruit around him. Uh, he's got like a. It's kind of hard to see behind the Ghost of the Bermuda Triangle title, um, but he's got like one of those fruit hats that people have. He um, does. I hadn't noticed the fruit hat. Yeah, and that's why I'm here describing it so you can Thank notice you. things. Uh, and then, whoosh, front of frame, foreground, mm -hmm. we see Shaggy and Scooby, both dressed as mummies. Throwing fruit at this at this guy, and, and that's mummies wrapped in bandages, not 
mothers. Yeah, not mothers. And interestingly, uh, Scooby is very close to holding onto a pineapple, which if he yucked that at a human person, they would die. Did you know more people die from pineapple attacks than shark attacks? I didn't know that. It's not true. Oh. I was <laughs> going to say. Coconut, coconut is true? I just assumed that every few years the... Uh, pineapple on pizza versus pineapple not on pizza people had a giant war and that was where all the pineapple related deaths happened so that there were more pineapple related deaths than shark related deaths but i guess i'm wrong because you were lying you just made it up i can't believe you remembered sorry (laughs) it was the movie magic but i can't believe you remembered the shit that i fucking said before and the fact that you were mid-joke i was like What are you saying? (laughs) Can I read the back of the book? Yeah, if you want to. This is the back of the book. It might spoil some things, so if you don't want spoilers, close your ears. You suck. Is that that a bad word? I mean... just means someone who cries a lot, Yeah, no, it's it's derogatory, but not in like a... Fucking piece of shit. Cancelable way. (laughs) Sail with Scooby-Doo and the Mystery Inc. gang on a special magical mystery cruise. When a ghost appears, it's up to you to help the gang uncover the mystery of the seagoing spook. I know that's a cancelable slur. Yeah. Waka waka. <laughs> is the ghost... Is the ghost the trick of a hit television show? Does Daphne save the day with a tube of lipstick? Will Shaggy and Scooby ever make it to the ship's all-you-can-eat buffet? In this interactive story, you choose... That's the name of the series. The series. The path. Your series. Thank you. you choose a path. Oh. <laughs> choose the path podcast. The gang should take. With your help, they'll solve the ghost of the Bermuda Triangle. And you're the your, Tom Collins. You're going to help Scooby-Doo and the gang solve the ghost of the Bermuda Triangle mystery. Yeah. And this is the thing I wanted to point out to you before we started recording, but I didn't because only 12 endings? Yeah, 12 possible endings. It is aimed at like a, a eight-year-old kind of audience, so we will struggle a bit, but, you know, we'll get through it. I was eight once. Yeah, I believe you. Oh, maybe I skipped that one, actually. Might have been too bored. <laughs> Anyways... Hopefully we won't die. Yeah. And I don't it, think you're sure that you can't die in the Scooby-Doo book. Could you imagine? It's just like, the dog is put down. <laughs> Scooby, Scooby-Doo pees on the wrong, bites the wrong person's arm and gets put down. <laughs> now, it does have a little page introducing the Mystery Incorporated gang, including some skills and bios. Yep, so you get to choose which character you are. I wish you could. I mean, they've all got great skills. I mean, yep. Scooby's loyal and has a super snout. Shaggy's lucky and has a healthy appetite. Fred's athletic and charming. Daphne's got brains and beauty. She does. She's smart. And Sometimes. Depends. Sometimes she's an idiot. And Velma's got clever and highly intelligent. This this shows very clearly how Fred is written differently, just entirely depending on which one you... I mean, all of them are, Mm -hmm. except for Shaggy and Scooby, really. But Fred being athletic and charming, when, like, when is he ever athletic? (laughs) He's a guy who wears an ascot. Yeah. He, um, he is the leader and oldest member of the gang. He's a good sport and good at them too. Oh, like he's a good sport. And, and he's good at sports. And he's good at being a good sport. Alright, that's that's pretty clever. Okay, this book's going to have some little jokes, I think. I think there's going to be a couple little brain teasers in here that's really going to tickle the old cerebellum. That's part of the brain. Yeah, it is. I know things. And obviously, as we play, feel free to make your own sound effects and folly if you choose to. I'm going to provide some voices. They're not going to be the voices you... you, you, you I make sound effects? Yeah, Tom. Oh, cool. I, 
the, I mean, the audience at home can make sound effects in Foley if they want to. Uh, I, was just, I was like, that's an interesting proposition for the audience. At home, <laughs> while you're listening to this on your own, you yeah. can make noises if you'd wish. Uh, please. We will not. We're going to keep reading this calmly and silently because that is what books are supposed to. In fact, we're not even going to read it aloud. <laughs> Actually, it was an editor's note. Emma, please add sound effects and Foley to this episode. I gotta... Wait... You should do a library episode where you read one of these in a library. <laughs> like, with an audience? Like, two people? No, or just, it's, just, oh. it's two people sitting in yeah. front of a microphone reading a book silently because they're in a library. Of and course, of course. That's great. I love it. I'll see you at the library after this. Oh, I don't know about you, gang. This. Do, what? This is this. Oh, you're right. I really would like Troy to read this oh, properly. No. Well, you see, if I do it uh, word for word, I'll be infringing copyright. If I abridge it just enough... I don't know, but... Could I be Scooby-Doo? I mean, yeah, okay. Okay, cool. I don't know about this, gang. Do we really want to be trapped on a boat in the Bermuda Triangle? Shaggy moans as they walk up the gangplank. Oh, Oh, that was the moan. Nice, nice. We're we're spooky. Scooby-Doo whimpers. That was Scooby-Doo. We'll be sailing on a big cruise ship, not a boat. Velma tries to calm her friends. And the Bermuda Triangle is just a legend. And besides, Bermuda's just a legend. Florida's not real. (laughs) It's all just publicity for the cruise, Daphne assures them. This is the magical mystery cruise after all. Besides, who doesn't love a free trip? Fred reminds them. We're lucky that the cruise line invited us because of our mystery busting skills. Like, I sure hope we don't have to use them. Shaggy worries. I I think your Shaggy is a little reminiscent of like a Muppet. Thank you. Um, it's given you your first choice, and it is turn the page. I'll, I'll turn the page. Okay, well, I'll do it for you, but we will partake. I don't think there's going to be that many choices for a while. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's only 13 endings. Or 12. 12. That's less than... The, isn't like, there's 13 ghosts in Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Scooby-Doo and the 13 Ghosts is a Scooby-Doo series, short-lived. Um, I think there's also a movie about it. I thought the movie was just like a... It's like a continuation of the story. It might be called something else. Oh... There's a lot of Scooby-Doo movies. That's true. Not all of them great. Most of them aren't. All of them good. The uh, the best ones are the ones that you least expect, and the ones that you think are the best are probably not the best. Honestly. Looking at you, Cyber Chase, you fucking suck. Uh, honestly, the Cyber Chase video games? Oof. <laughs> that night, the gang goes to a costume party. The theme is Monster Mania. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and everyone is dressed as a famous monster. Oh no, there's so many people in monster masks already. Yeah, I mean, that's that's like, what the, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> They're gonna get cooked. Daphne, you look beautiful as the bride of Frankenstein. It wasn't Velma's It wasn't. Daphne, you look beautiful as the bride of Frankenstein. New voiced Velma tells her friend. And Fred is a great Frankenstein's monster. Thanks, Velma. You sure are a great mad scientist, Daphne says. Where are Shaggy and Scooby? At the buffet table! Fred laughs. It's all you can eat! We got the... You got to the buffet all... wow. on the ship. Wow, oh. and it only took one pa- two pages. Yeah. Wow, okay, so that's one of the resolutions. Right. So I'll check that one off the list. Tick. Shaggy and Scooby are dressed as mummies. They're wrapped entirely in bandages, except for their mouths. You know, pal, I'm liking this cruise now. The food is great! Shaggy says... Rare, rummy. <laughs> Scooby agrees. So sorry. 
This is gonna be the Sonic one all over again. <laughs> What's with the fake eyeballs in the jello? Shaggy wonders. Suddenly the eyes blink and move to stare straight at Shaggy. Zoinks! They're real! Shaggy jumps into Scooby's arms. The two pals shiver in fear. A man stands up from behind the buffet table. What? Sorry to scare you, he apologizes. I'm searching for clues! Pause. What the fuck? Yeah? Okay. The way that it's implied mm. is that there are, the eyes are floating in the in jello. In the jello, right? Yep. But then the, the thing is that he stands up and he's a guy the whole time. Does he have no skin around his eyes? Are they all just floating balls? I don't know. It doesn't say floating, so maybe they just saw the eyeballs they just saw through eyeballs the jello. And they were like, what the fuck? Those yeah. shouldn't be there. What fucking idiots. I can't believe they're on the team. Piece like, of shit. In the fruity gelatin dessert? Shaggy asks. You know when you see jello and you're like, mmm, fruity gelatin dessert. Yeah. Ooh, jelly's so gross. Yeah, I don't like it. Sorry, jelly fans. Right, we hate you. Fuck you. You never know where you'll find a mystery, the man says. He holds up a small electronic device. Beep. I thought I was making a sound effect. You can make sound effect, go. Beep. Nice. My ghost energy detector is on the trail. Remember roast? No, no, it's gonna be ghost. <laughs> not, not pork. A woman screams. It's Velma. She puts her hand over her mouth. Oh, did I do that out loud? Velma looks embarrassed. I'm such a fan of your show. I'm a fan of your show, Velma. Not the Velma show, the Scooby-Doo mm. show. And the option is to ch turn the page. Stop. Okay, you don't have to do that every time. I've okay? done it every episode. Oh, for fuck. Okay. People listening at home, I'm being held hostage. <laughs> if I don't get through this book, Troy's going to put me down. Tom's been here since 2020. Until we release an episode that he's in, he has to stay. Yep, and I don't get fed. Thanks, the man says. He walks around the table to greet Velma. He wears a t-shirt with a Y Files on it, logo on it. Worth noting that it's Y Files spelt like the question word Y. Yeah. What's that? the word Y? Not the letter. Um, obviously it's a parody of X-Files, which yep. is a famous show, not real, not based in reality. Uh, I'm assuming Y-Files is based in reality. Like, who is this guy? Shaggy asks. He's Max Smolder, the creator of Y-Files. Velma replies, don't you watch TV? Like, only cooking shows, Shaggy says laughing. <laughs> he goes back to the buffet table. Not everyone is a believer, Smolder says. In my experience, the truth can be really out there, Velma says. Are you on this cruise to investigate the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, that's my crew. Smolder points to a group of people with portable cameras. Would you like to... Suddenly, the lights go out. A glowing phantom appears in the middle of the room. The ghostly shape of a man stands in the middle of the costume party guests. He is covered in dripping wet seaweed mm. and holds a sharp trident. Just like the cover. Yeah, and he's dripping wet. Just like the cover. Just like how I always imagined him. <laughs> Zoinks! It's a ghost! <laughs> Shaggy gulps. This cruise just got officially weird. <laughs> I read the next paragraph early. You passed above my watery grave. The ghost gurgles. Feel my revenge! <laughs> the ghost swings. Whoa, that was beautiful. I had water in my mouth. Oh. 
the ghost swings the trident in circles like a crazy ninja. Careful, Tom. Ninjas. That's the. That's why I laughed. No, because you're scared of ninjas. Well, because it's a fucking stupid line. What the fuck <laughs> does that mean? <laughs> the party guests scream and run to avoid the weapon. Suddenly, there is a stampede. Oh no, and there's buffalo on here too? And Mufasa dies. The gang is separated. You're actually being given a real choice now. I'm being given a real choice. I would just like to say, before I take my real choice, I just want to lodge a quick complaint to... Yeah. Laurie S. Sutton. Laurie S. Sutton. I didn't um, even open the book and I knew it. Velma uh, doesn't believe in ghosts. Pretty big part of her character. Mm. Uh, she's always the one who believes that the uh, real truth is a man in a costume. Yeah. So why the fuck would she be a fan of a show called Y-Files, which is seeking to prove ghosts and stuff? Do you know what I mean? I mean, it might be debunking. They haven't said that Y-Files so Not is... everyone is a believer. Oh, that's true. A believer of the assumption is ghosts and all that. Yeah. Now, I don't want to cast too much judgment at Laurie too early, but I think it's mm-hmm. pretty big fucking indictment that he's already fucked one of the main characters. Whoa. Yeah. Right on right on Mike. They did what the characters? Now I do believe Laurie S. Sutton actually wrote Right, all of them. Oh. He wrote most of them. And then one of them was written by a fourth D- person who we will not be seeing this episode. We're no. only reading this one because I have a life outside of this. Well and I'm excited to be free, right? <laughs> Now, you did mention earlier choosing a character, and you kind of do. They're being forced to split up and probably look for clues. You get to choose. You choose whether to follow Fred and Daphne, Scooby and Shaggy, or to follow Velma. I'm going to follow Scooby and Shaggy so I can be more involved, because the only voice that you have given to me is Scooby-Doo. I get to always voice the person who the novel is named after. For the Goosebumps one... (laughs) <laughs> I unfortunately didn't get to voice anyone because Ooh. there is no character called Goosebumps. Yeah, I wish the Mr. Goosebumps was in that book. Yeah. Oh, but remember the R.L. Stein bit? Oh, you guys are going to be so excited when we get to the R.L. Stein quiz. <gasps> I forgot about that. He's Mr. Goosebumps. He's he's the he's the goosiest bump of all. I'll tell you what. When I go through the editing for it, I'll find it and I'll get you to re-record the audio for Mr. Goosebump himself. <laughs> I don't think he says anything. I think it's just a question about R.L. Stein. Well, we'll add it. It's like, how old is he or something, right? No, it's not that. We, I think we <laughs> talked about that. I don't remember. Goose pimples. Only one thing will calm me down, Scooby, says Shaggy. Let's go find a snack. Shaggy and Scooby walk into the ship's galley. It's like entering a wonderland of food. The stainless steel tables are loaded with cakes and pies, sandwiches and soups, and fresh fruits and vegetables. Like, we're in heaven, Scoobs. Shaggy says, laughing. <laughs> they have everything here except Scooby snacks. Right, okay. <laughs> That's him suffering with drawls of no yeah, Scooby he snacks. Needs, he needs his snacks. His right. Scooby snacks. He looks around at all the other tasty dishes and drools. <laughs> no, it's other tasty dishes and drools. He's looking, <laughs> he's at, he's, looking he's like, at drools. Mm, that's some tasty looking drools. He's a dog, so it makes sense. Where is everybody? Shaggy wonders. Like, maybe the cooks are on a break. Right, okay. <laughs> Scooby repeats. He stares at a large stack of chocolate-covered donuts and smacks his lips. Oh no, Scooby-Doo is gonna die. Suddenly, <laughs> you get the choice on what to eat, and if you oh choose the chocolate donut, Scooby-Doo dies. Suddenly, Scooby's nose twitches. His whole body goes stiff and points like a compass needle. What's up, pal? Shaggy asks. Then Shaggy's nose twitches too. His eyes close and his muscles go limp. It's toxic nerve gas comes through the room. 
A delicious smell wafts through the air. A wispy stream of sweetness wraps around them. Shaggy and Scooby lift off their feet and float in a happy bliss. Can we do this in unison? Yep. Okay, three, two, one. It's just, it's just two snaps. You did three last time, I assumed. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. That time I was... The third one was for safety. That oh. time I was confident. They drift across the galley. What the fuck? This can't be right, because there was just a ghost, and they've just left. They, right? That's what I said. They've just... They got separated, and they're like... Yeah, well, who gives a shit about the we ghost? We found the fridge. I mean, that is how Scooby-Doo goes. No, it isn't. Ah. Scooby-Doo... Is they uh, they get scared mm. and they run away and they mm. go through hallway and they go through another hallway. Oh yeah, I can't wait for the five hallway. pages of hallway. That's why the book is thicker than <laughs> yeah. You'd that's one of the twelve, 12 endings. endings. You just have Never-ending hallways. You just have to keep going through hallways <laughs> over and over again. The delicious scent delivers the two buddies to a rolling table filled with desserts. Their eyes grow as big and round as pies. I've never seen anything more beautiful. Shaggy sighs. <sighs> Suddenly, something pushes Shaggy's head into a cream pie. And it's asking you to turn the page. Yep. I will do that. Oh, are you ready? Yep. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Guys, come on. Come on. Gooby chuckles. He tries to look innocent. Mmm. Vanilla. Like. 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 Zoink Scoob. Except I'm not doing that voice. You just do it. Like zoink scoop, vanilla with a hint of mint. Shaggy says as he licks the tasty cream filling off his face. Here, have a sample, Scoobs. Shaggy grabs another pie and tosses it at Scooby Doo. <laughs> Scooby catches it in his mouth and gobbles it down. <laughs> Scooby throws a cupcake at Shaggy. That's Shaggy. You have to do it. <laughs> Gooey. And now go. For... Sorry. Like gulp. <laughs> Shaggy gulps it down. The two pals bombard each other with every dessert they can reach. Fruit tarts fly, sorbet soars. They throw ice cream scoops like snowballs. It's a food for all. Suddenly Shaggy sees something behind Scooby that makes his eyes go wide and his mouth drop open. A caramel popcorn ball lands in his mouth. <laughs> why why have felt like that? Boo points! Scooby declares. Why is it... Why? Yeah. Roots! Why does he not say roots? I don't know. I guess he doesn't always say ours. I'm not gonna. You know what, Laurie? I'm not gonna get on, <laughs> get on your dick about this one. Rue just reads weird. Yeah. But he probably would say Rue. He wouldn't say two, I assume. Yeah. Um, he's a dog who speaks English. We can't know all of his language stuff. Better. Then he realizes that Shaggy is staring at something behind him. Whoa, whoa, Shaggy! Wee! You know, this is Scooby Doo says. Yeah, it is. Now you get to choose. If a huge shape looms behind Scooby, or if a hand clamps down on Scooby. I can see that one of those options takes me to page 94, which has got to be near the end of the book. I don't really want to finish the book now. Mm -mm -mm. But let's go to page 94, just because you take me back, right? If I die, yeah. I get three yeah. lives. You three. get two lives. Two lives? Yeah, two lives. Fuck. We're going to page 94. If a hand clamps down on Scooby. That is that is the end of the book. <laughs> that is I mean, 94 like... should be the end, because I was born in 94, and... I was born in 99. I was born at on December 31st, 94, so the end of 94. I was born on November 20th, 1999. I'm 23 years old. And you live at... <laughs> <laughs> what's... what's, what's...
Andrews? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. We're not going to put that in. Wait, the one I also kind of lived there? I can't remember. <laughs> a heavy hand clamps down on Scooby's shoulder. At least, Scooby hopes it's a hand. His whole body trembles. What is it? He asks Shaggy. It's... 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 Shaggy stammers. Then, he faints. Scooby's teeth clack like a tap dancer's shoes. I'm going to try my best for this one. It's pretty good. Do you mind getting a little closer? Oh, Ooh. the ASMR listeners will either love or hate that. That gold ribbon would be so loud. <laughs> Misophonia people, beware. You're in for a scare. He gulps and slowly looks down at his shoulder. He expects... <laughs> oh my god, after eating all that food... Yeah, he was so full from Scooby Snacks. He didn't eat any Scooby Snacks. Yeah, I hope we get a Scooby Snack. Ah, uh, would you do it for a Scooby Snack? No, I'd do anything for a Scooby Snack. I'd fuck anyone for a Scooby Snack, that's for sure. Even the writer of this book. <laughs> he expects to see the worst, and he does. Wet. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> like the absolute worst thing. Oh my god, zombie Hitler and zombie Stalin together. <laughs> that would be my... And together my, as in romantically. I would say my worst thing would probably be... Nazi Bigfoot. Ooh. The Bigfoot's intriguing. The Nazi bit's bad, but it makes me wonder how they work together. Well, if Bigfoot was a Nazi, he'd be a bad Bigfoot. Hey, take away Teddy. Jojo Rabbit too. Hey, take away Teddy. No, hey, person who made Harry and the Hendersons. Mm. Make him get radicalised by the fact that the Hendersons left him. Wet seaweed drips cold seawater over his fur. Skeleton fingers grip him like frigid spider legs. Oh, that's a nice description. Alright. Scooby turns around to look at what's connected to those creepy things. He regrets it. It's Nazi Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Nazi Bigfoot. (laughs) It's the roast. Oh my god, it's it's another roast. Yummy. Scooby screams. His limbs kick into survival gear. His legs spin like windmills gone wild. My favourite adult film. Scooby takes off and leaves his wits behind. Oh, Shaggy's his wits. <laughs> Scooby-Doo peels out like a drag racer. He zooms all around the galley and barely avoids the major cooking appliances. Scooby spins around the rim of a giant stand mixer. Swings from the hanging pot racks and bounces off a huge mound of rising bread dough. The ghost stands still in the middle of Scooby's riotous run and looks confused. Finally, the spook sticks out the trident and trips. Can't say that word. I know. Spooby. <laughs> That's the word I'm not allowed saying. And trips Scooby. Scooby sails through the air with the grace of a bowling ball and lands in a pot of cooked spaghetti. Quang. The pot bounces and spins. Noodles and tomato sauce fly. Splat. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that would splat. I thought me clapping would make a splat noise. Right? Ooh. Hold on, I've got a really good noise. And you don't have to put this in the podcast, but I've been practicing it. It's the sound of me ripping open my forehead. Oh, that's real gross. I was practicing it for D&D because there was going to be a point when we were playing D&D where I was going to have a character rip off their own skin. Uh, and the players didn't end up uh, seeing that. I'll tell you what, you can use it if anyone reveals themselves by pulling off a mask or oh, ripping open their forehead. I don't think I will, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everything lands on the sea ghost. <laughs> Spaghetti and sushi? Rocky! Um, S- Scooby says as he looks at the mess. Why the fuck doesn't he say rigetti? <laughs> right? Do you think yeah. that's 
Lucky or yucky? I think it's supposed to be lucky because I think that he's saying lucky that he gets spaghetti that and sushi. That he gets spaghetti and sushi, which I, I love. Where's the sushi? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Sorry, readers, listeners. Oh, what the fuck is the sushi? Wet seaweed is oh. what's covering the. I, I was trying to find it in the narrative and so I couldn't. So smart. Yeah. Has anyone ever made sushi with spaghetti instead of rice? We made bacon sushi on the Split Television YouTube channel once upon a time. Okay, now, well, that's not sushi with spaghetti instead of rice, is it? No. That's, that can be your next thing. Okay. Uh, the option is to turn to page 100. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Why isn't it just not the next page, even? All right. Just just so you have a little bit of interactivity with the book, I suppose. <gasps> There's a drawing. Oh. It's a drawing of the ghost all wrapped up in spaghetti and meatballs, and he looks fucked up. Yeah, and, and Shaggy is there, fainted as a mummy, while Scooby slurps a noodle. I think we might have just won the book. Maybe. The ghost rises up in the tangle of noodles. Gooey red sauce drips from head to toe. Shaggy wakes up, just in time to see the shambling shape, and faints again. Fuck, he sucks. God, I'm so hungry after listening to him talk about food so much. Are you? Yeah, let's get pizza sushi. Nope, spaghetti sushi. Let's get pizza spaghetti sushi. Yeah. Scooby-Doo can't resist the temptation of so much pasta... He chomps down on the end of a spaghetti noodle and slurps. The seagull spins around and around as the noodles unwind. Suddenly, his mask spins right off his head. The I can't do that noise, so Troy had to do it for me. Wait, really? Yeah. I... Oh, yeah. Close enough. I'll put my finger in your mouth and... We've done that joke in season two. Damn. The headpiece lands in the stand mixer and gets blended with the cake batter. What the fuck is he trying to say? Ray! <laughs> well, that was like a... <laughs> Ray! Ray like a, That's like, when Scooby it... approaches you in Skyrim and realises you're stealing. How does he talk again? I've lost it. Ray! Ray! We're awake! What is he saying? Hey, you're a fake, I'd assume. Oh, maybe he's saying you're the fake hedgehog around oh, here. Oh, next... give me those words. Nice. <laughs> the next line. Awake? I'm not a garden tool. <laughs> The unmasked man says angrily, I'm Mondo the Magnificent, the greatest magician of the seven seas. It's great how just by choosing to, to have a hand be placed on Scooby-Doo's shoulder, something that, mm -hmm. by the way, shouldn't be Scooby-Doo's choice. No. You win the book. Maybe. We're turning to page 102. The sea ghost trick will be my greatest illusion of all time, Mondo proclaims. But no one can witness the secret of how it's done. You and your meddling friend must disappear forever. Mondo slices the spaghetti strands with the sharp ends of the trident. He bursts out of the cocoon and points the weapon at Scooby-Doon. <laughs> Doon? It rhymed. <laughs> Scooby gulps. <laughs> he tries to run, but his paws spin in circles on the slippery spaghetti noodles. The pasta piles up on the menacing magician, but doesn't stop him. Run wound! Scooby whimpers. Scooby sees a stack of flat tortillas on a table and grabs them like a deck of cards. Well, about a road trick? Oh, but he says trick there. Yep, Rodrick. I guess it's because Rodrick sounded weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny, though, because he did earlier say Rue instead of two. Yep. This inconsistency, you... Laurie, is why you might be the worst fucking Scooby-Doo author I've ever heard of. <laughs> Fuck you. And if you're listening, tweet at me. Yep. 
Uh, I just want to say, my family says tortillas, not That's tortillas. Great. That's great. Yep. My family says tortillas. Nice. Uh, someone at work said guillotine, and I went, ah, oh. instead of guillotine, and yeah, I was like, that, that makes sense. Did you, you say guillotine? Uh, okay. I believe it goes, at school it, goes, it was it, a guillotine. guillotine. Yeah. Yep, yep. I say guillotine because I'm part of the bourgeoisie. Oh, I'm part or, of the bourgeois files. You're part of the borgias. The borgias. Ah, uh, yes, the biorgias. <laughs> the biorgias. He shuffles the tortillas at Mondo as fast as he can. They smack the outlaw magician and rapid fire and force him backward. What? That's not what shuffling is. Yeah. Scooby uses all four paws to fling the flowery discs. More of a kind. Rywin. So that's a reference to poker. Four of a ah. kind being the second or third best hand. And second it's actually hand. a um, second best hand. An art reference, you know, dogs playing poker. What? Yeah. Dogs don't play poker. <laughs> they don't know how to do that. Now I don't really understand. One thing I don't quite get mm. is how these tortillas will do anything to stop them. Because uh, tortillas aren't... They're, they're, they're not hard shell. They're, they're soft. They're going to... Quite soft. Yep. Flour tortillas, I think it specifies, right? Uh, a stack of flat tortillas. Flowery discs. Yep, flowery discs. And as well as that, I mean, you wouldn't have a flat corn tortilla because that would just be a plate. No, yeah. <laughs> be a big big chip. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> Anyways, this is unlistenable. I'm fucking awful. What? No. I'm out of practice. <laughs> Mondo stumbles and falls into the giant vat of cake batter. As Mondo gently churns around and around, Scooby takes a taste. Who eats more ruga? Scooby decides. Shaggy wakes up to discover Scooby-Doo licking his face. Do I want to do that again? No. Shaggy wakes up to discover Scooby-Doo licking his face. Hey, pal. It's nice to see you, too. Shaggy laughs. Oh, it's vanilla rice icing. He should say rice Yep, you're right. Vanilla icing. Rummy. Scooby says. Did you know the voice of Fred is also the voice of Scooby-Doo? Frank. Fred Welker. Frank. Frank Welker. Yeah. Oh, I didn't actually know that. Well, there you go. And that is your fun fact of the day, listeners at home. Nice. Do you remember when Norville being Shaggy's real name used to be like a mm-hmm. great fun fact and mm-hmm. now everyone fucking knows it and it means nothing anymore? Yeah. I remember when people would be like, are you a real Scooby-Doo fan? Watch Shaggy's real name. And now you couldn't use that on anyone because every fucking person Everybody knows. knows it. Everyone knows. It's fucking bullshit. Give Con- it a rest, Norville. Congratulations on catching the culprit, says the head of the ship's security. The rest of the gang is there too. You solved the mystery of the scary ghost. I did? Shaggy gulps. <laughs> I wish I'd been there. Actually, Scooby-Doo is the hero of this case. Daphne says and pats Scooby on the head. Scoobs, you're the greatest, Shaggy declares. So, what happened to that spooky specter? He's just about to make his appearance, Velma says. Turn the page i can't believe that first go i won i can't fucking believe it isn't that crazy a giant cake rolls out of the oven <laughs> mondo struggles to escape the massive sweet treat like he's just another half-baked villain shaggy says they cooked him in a cake the end people don't survive that no no, people die when that happens. What the fuck? So, I won. You won! You had a spooky little adventure as Scooby-Doo. I won in 44 minutes. Yep. 
just to reiterate, when we recorded the Sonic episode, we recorded it for five hours. <laughs> Not quite, but yes. And didn't win. No. Gave up and died. Yep. <laughs> Killed Sonic intentionally. Let him get eaten by a fucking shark. It was so long. It was so long. It was also a much thicker novel. Mm. Uh, at the bottom of this page, it says, To follow another path, turn to page mm. 11. Which yeah. is where you got the initial choice of choosing who to follow. Yeah, well, why don't, we, why don't we go ahead and follow Velma so we can find out more about this Y-Files guy and kind of maybe vindicate Laurie Sutton. Laurie Mr. S. Sutton? Mr. Laurie S. Sutton here. And maybe he's not as bad of an author as we think he is. And the other choice you got to make was... Another choice you got to make was whether it was a hand clamping down on Scooby or a huge shape looming behind him. Well, I want to go to page 17 because that's where Velma was. And I remember that because I remember everything. I don't, you don't even have to check. And if you do check, I'll be offended. Okay. I'm serious. That makes sense. I remember. I'm not serious, by the way. You could have checked. I wouldn't have been mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm very fragile in it, my ego. I was going to say it's true, but I wouldn't say it is. I think you're very comfortable in your ego, Tom. Is it a compliment? Is it... You're taking your top off? <laughs> oh! For those listening at home, follow Splatelevision on Patreon to see pictures of me shirtless. <laughs> Don't. Like, I start a Patreon and it's just shirtless photos of you, like nothing else. <laughs> and all of them are like candid shots. <laughs> like, why have I been following you with the camera? Yeah. Finally, we know. I was like, I, I keep seeing you every time you get changed, <laughs> but you only take foot. Like, the flash only goes off once I put pants on, which I'm very thankful for because I'm not showing my dick and balls on mic. Mike. <laughs> no, poor Mike. Oh, <laughs> uh, if my name was Michael and I did a podcast, it would be called Mike on Mike, mm-hmm. and I'd be talking about uh, theoretical men named Mike that I would have sex with. Oh, Wazowski Myers up there, Mike Myers for sure. He would get it. I'm he not, said I'm up not Mike there, there, and I was like, "Who's Mike up there?" I'm saying he's up there on the list. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do any voices for the rest of this because Scooby Doo's fucking dead. He um, won. He won already. Anyways, you do your thing. Oh shit. Oh, can I say that I can't see? Well, I don't want to spoil it. I mean, look. Do you want to take over Velma? I'll be Velma. I'll read the rest of the book. <laughs> so we've rewound. We're going to follow <laughs> Velma when the spectre first appears and separates the gang. I'm very sorry to the Fred and Daphne fans, but I don't think we'll be doing the Fred and Daphne route because we don't like either of them. <laughs> I mean, I have cosplayed as Daphne. And I've cosplayed as Scooby-Doo. I was naked Barracola. The crowd flees the threat of the ghost. People panic and run in every direction. One of those directions is smack into Velma. Bump. She is knocked over, and her glasses fly off her face. My glasses, my glasses. I can't see anything without my glasses. I used to be good at the Velma voice, but I'm not now. I'm 23 years old. I'm an adult man. I can't do a fucking Velma voice anymore. And if you're judging me for it, okay? If you're judging me for it, I want you to personally message me on... Are you 23? What? Yeah. Do you not know that? I'm a little baby. Or old. Whichever one you think. I'm a little baby boy. Huh. Huh. I thought you were... Huh. 23. Nobody likes you when you're 23. That's why no one's been talking to me this year. That makes sense. Just don't turn 25, otherwise Leo will no longer be interested. I'm 24 this year. Hmm. I'm 29 this year. Mm -hmm. You're an old little freak. Yep. Keeping me locked in his room for the past four years. <laughs> oh, nice, thanks. Also, is it still kidnapping if you were a man? Is it man-napping? Thelma <laughs> moans. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a cricket. That was the worst cricket I've heard. You do a cricket. Do a cricket noise right now out of your mouth. Do a cricket noise with your mouth. No, with your mouth, do the noise of a cricket. Don't grab the cricket bat. <laughs> do the noise of a cricket right now. Do it better than me. 
Okay, well, that's you've been practicing. <laughs> I have. I do like that there is a cricket bat just off to the side, and we both looked at it immediately. Hold on. <laughs> I don't think I can do crickets. Hold on. Here's my impression of a horse. What do you think of this? This is, this is good. Ready? Yeah. Holy shit, you've just walked a horse into my bedroom. I practiced that a lot because I watched Monty Python <laughs> mm. and the Holy Grail, and mm-hmm. I didn't get the coconut gag. I thought they were doing that with their mouth, and I went, I want to learn how to do that with my mouth. Amazing. Uh, and then, uh, as an adult, I've watched it since and gone, ah, oh, they're coconuts. But now I can go... So you don't even need the coconuts. No, coconuts you... aren't necessary. Anyone so... who needs coconuts to make a horse noise yeah. is a fucking sham. Yeah, I was going to say. So you're I've better. been very controversial and aggressive this episode, haven't I? It's Halloween. Yeah, the year of aggression. The time of aggression. The year Everyone of kills the time people. of aggression. Spooky. Here's my impression of Halloween. <laughs> <clears throat> I want to suck your blood. That's Dracula. Oh, I thought it was Halloween. No, well, he's in Halloween. Um, Dracula is actually my favourite Twilight at night. Do your, uh, do your best Frankenstein. <laughs> my best Frankenstein? Yeah, we're derailing the podcast. Uh, detraining. So we're detraining so that we can do a couple monster voices for Halloween. This is the intermission between the Velma bit, mm-hmm. which we've already started. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> it doesn't say brains, does he? No, no it's a zombie. Yeah. Here's my impression of Frankenstein. It's life you've cursed me with. <laughs> you have taken things from me that I can never understand, Doctor. I wish for you to... Frankenstein's the doctor, not the monster. But we're yeah, talking yeah. about Frankenstein's monster here. And I was doing the bit that... Because in the book, Frankenstein, he's very mm-hmm. intellectual and smart and stuff. He is. And he, very articulate. He can speak. But in the movie, the Universal movie, he just goes... Bye! Yeah. But obviously you did say Frankenstein, and I did do the monster, and I should have done the scientist, and okay. I didn't. Here's my impression of Frankenstein the scientist. <laughs> Life! <laughs> Oh, nice, nice, uh, nice. And here's Igor. <laughs> oh, master, could we perhaps read a book? <laughs> I don't know. What's another monster, Troy? Um, this is what Nazi Bigfoot would sound like. <laughs> oh no, my glasses, I can't see without my glasses. I'm Belma. Oh shit. It's okay, we went up to the, we were up I, to this. I was actually said, doing, that was Nazi Bigfoot. <laughs> here's my impression of Nazi Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> ich bin ein, ich bin ein, oh, ich bin ein, I know how to say big. Fuck, I don't know how to say foot, though. Ich bin ein biggen foot. That's not how you say big in German. Only give me a second to Google things, and you can yep. continue with the book, and then I'll come back in with Nazi Bigfoot. Nice, nice, nice. You will have a sound effect in just a moment, but it's just a plop, plop. Velma moans. She, she gropes blindly on the floor for her eyewear. She's moaning, groping. Velma can hear the ghost ranting and the passengers screaming. She smells something stinky. Plop, plop. Poo. Velma feels drops of goo drip on her hands. Suddenly, a slimy hand grabs her arm. Ich bin ein großer Fuss. <laughs> nice, yeah, well done. I speak German. Yeah. That's, uh, Nazi she says, <laughs> seeing Nazi Bigfoot. Um, Yuck! Velma says as she tries to pull away. Ew, let go of me. I don't think I want to do Velma's voice anymore. You can have it. Oh. No, I'll keep doing it. Ew, let go of me! But whatever has her won't let go. It only tightens its grip. You're getting a choice. Does Valma's face drip with cold ooze? Or does Valma struggle against the slimy grip? I want her to struggle against the slimy grip. I don't like either of these options though. How come Scooby-Doo and Shaggy went to a fridge and ate tons of food? And Velma's getting 
gripped by slime. Yeah, well, she was doing the slimy groping and blindly groping. I don't she know. shouldn't have been groping. Yeah, Josh groping. And now God is coming after her for groping. <laughs> God doesn't like it when you grope. Velma. God doesn't like it when you grope. Velma, Mindy Kaling. Stop it! <laughs> Velma struggles to escape the slimy hand that holds her in a death grip. Oh my god, we were just talking about death grips. Guillotine! <laughs> I should have waited two more seconds before saying no, because I knew it was a band. I just wouldn't have been able to name anything about them or their songs. They did guillotine. Now I don't know how I pronounce it. You <laughs> fucked me up. Her glasses are gone, and she can't see anything. Velma is an intelligent person. But her imagination goes wild and fills her thoughts about what has a hold on her. This goes against her uh, non-believer in the mystic and supernatural, but hey. I'm, I'm okay with it because I think I think that when you remove glasses, case, yeah, she's more afraid. Mm. She, she's it's okay because I mean I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, but when I'm sitting in bed at night and I hear a creakety creak outside my room, I'm like, yeah. that could be a ghost. Nazi Bigfoot. <laughs> That's a Nazi Bigfoot. <laughs> Someone should draw that. <laughs> and post that on their on their thing and say I draw Nazi Bigfoot and people go why and you go oh it's for this like small podcast uh, pick a path podcast and they'll go but why did you draw it and they'll go they seem to <laughs> yeah but you do realise you've drawn a Nazi version of Bigfoot which is a typically pretty chill thing Bigfoot in um, the Goofy movie yeah do you think he was a Nazi I don't no he didn't really think no but I've in order Nazis probably... am I right or... Pluto's not in a Goofy movie. Yeah, I know. Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck are barely in it. They're in it for right. a single bit to go, And then Mickey goes, Oh, pretty sure, cunt. Pretty sure, cunt. That's what he calls Donald in his spare time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Donnie. <laughs> that was kind of a good trump. This is Velma's intelligent... Yeah, this is what she's worrying but about. glass is gone, having an imagination gone wild experience. I did say that I had uh, ADHD. Imagination Gone Wild is my second favourite adult film. After Windmills Gone Wild. <laughs> Halloween! She is dragged through a slippery substance. Velma tries to dig in her heels to stop, but her flat shoes simply slide. Why didn't they choose a costume with more traction? This would not be happening. Velma laments. Like, you, you make a great mad scientist, a familiar voice says. Velma's glasses are placed into her palms. As soon as she puts them on, she can see Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. What the fuck? How? They, yeah. were, they were in the fridge. Now we're going to the opposite of the sexiest number, page 96. Why is 69 so sexy? Oh. <laughs> I would say the sexiest number is probably f- eight. Very curvaceous. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you can look at it for infinity. It could be boobs. It oh. could be a really oddly shaped penis. Could be a pair of balls. Ah, oh, yeah, I assumed balls. I hadn't considered penis. Well, yeah. one ball and then yeah, a yeah. very oddly shaped penis. Mm, mm. And in this section, Troy and Tom say something that would be truly criminal to leave in. I'm just gonna do a clap sync. Don't leave that one in. <laughs> Holy shit, man! I was thirsty than a sea ghost. Sea ghost in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Oh, Scooby's back. You can be Velma and I'll be Scooby. Now oh. that Scooby's back, oh. we're, swa- we're swapping back roles. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, I don't like being Velma because I can't. I fucking hate Velma's voice. Yeah, fair me. enough. Fair enough. She goes, Jinkies. Jin- Jinkies. 
I'm so glad to see you guys, Velma declares. Where are we? Like, under the book. It's your Barney voice. That's what you're doing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I recognize this voice. Like, the, under the buffet table where it's safe, Shaggy says. And Remy, Scooby says, and licks his lips clean. He's talking about Shaggy's lips. He sits in the middle of a mound of food. Is your Barney voice... Sorry, this is an advertisement for Season Quest. Your Barney voice, correct, is one of your Season Quest characters, is it not? Yes, in Season Quest Season 2, Spring, I played Nick Kidman slash Harry Shaft, a rogue... Did I say fawn or satyr? But it's one of those. satyr. Thank you. I think in D&D rules they're called satyrs. But it's worth noting, Troy wasn't playing an official satyr race, because I don't think... I think it had been released, but you didn't use it. You used a homebrewed one for some fucking reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I don't think it mattered too much. No, I I had fun. That might have been the first time I betrayed some people. No, it wasn't. No, you're right. (laughs) No. What doesn't last either? Uh, what, what, uh, what was, what kind of rogue were you? You'll have to listen to Season Quest Spring to find out. I'm not sure if we talk about it though, because I'm not sure if Troy knows. <laughs> I'm sure Troy just picked rogue, and when it came to getting abilities, Troy went, ah. No, I was definitely an arcane trickster. Does that sound like a type of rogue? It is a type of rogue. That might have been what I was. I was a druid made of wood. You know what? My D&D books and pages are actually just over there, so I could look, but I won't. We're recording Season Quest. Check out Season Quest. This is Season Quest. (laughs) This is Pick a Bar Podcast. Halloween 2023. Halloween edition. I want to be Halloween. Oh, great. So now you voice Sonic, Scooby, Goosebumps, and Halloween. And Dracula. (laughs) Dragula. And Scooby. (laughs) Did you say Scooby? Yep. All right. And Rummy. Now that Velma has her glasses... She says that Shaggy is covered with pudding and frosting that she thought was ghost slime. Hang on. I just... This multiversal thing mm. that's happening, where somehow, through focusing on Velma's world, <laughs> Shaggy and Scooby are in a completely different location, because they weren't under the buffet table in the first one. They were in the kitchen. Yeah. So, ergo, big word, mm-hmm. four letters. <laughs> Does that mean that, like... In this, in the world of this novel book, yeah, this is a novella, right? Short, yeah. too short for a novel. All right, I believe it is only. I, I would assume a hundred pages. It's one hundred and six, maybe. One hundred and five. I was close. Um, although it starts on page seven, so. So in this world, the perception of your own reality changes the reality of others. Yeah. So in this world, if Velma chooses to believe that Shaggy and Scooby do it there, they're there. Yeah. Even though in their reality, they've caught the damn ghost. Right. Isn't that interesting? You know what, Laurie? You've grown on me with this multiversal business. It's kind of like Tenet. I haven't seen Tenet. I don't know if it's anything like Tenet. Uh, I've seen David Tennant play Doctor Who, and it's a lot like that. It's very timey-wimey. I've seen David Tennant in other things, such <laughs> as Good Omens. Mm. Check it out on Prime Video. Prime Video, the only place to watch programs such as Good Omens, Invincible, and, and The Boys. And pick a bar pop. Oh no, we're not and on there. Marvelous Miss Maisel. And they used to host YouTube videos. Don't know if they still do. Anyways, what are we doing? <laughs> Velma is. Oh, hang on. We'll just wait a moment. That's the sound of uh, the ghost stuff. That's uh, the ghost in the kitchen earlier. That will teach me to draw. Can you read this book? I did. Uh, she saw that it was Shaggy. Uh, covered in pudding and frosting that she thought was ghost slime. Ghost goo. Ectoplasm for the uninitiated. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm initiated. <laughs> I'm plenty initiated to ectoplasm. Believe me, with all my pick-a-path years. 
That will teach me to draw conclusions before I see all the evidence. She couldn't see the evidence because she wasn't wearing her glasses. Oh. It's a bit of a joke. And icy pudding and frosting. Frosting <laughs> is like ice. Yeah. Icing. That's pretty good. There we go. Thank you, uh, Laurie Sutton, for that one. Velma states firmly, Don't feel bad. Here, having a clear. Shaggy says and hands Velma a dainty delight. Do you really think it's pronounced like that? Wh- which one? Eclair. Eclair? Eclair. Oh, it does have a... Um... It's an accent. I'm just making fun of Troy. I know that Eclair isn't pronounced. Eclair. <laughs> Eclair. I think it might be Eclair. I think you're right. I'm just making fun. I, I don't know why I wanted to gaslight you, but it wasn't that funny. I'll find a different way to gaslight I'm just one. trying to think, because there's Pokemon the other way around the accent. It's Eclair. Oh. It's Eclair. 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 Because the thing with French is that um, E is a different letter. Hmm. <laughs> it would be très bien. There's a ghost on the cruise ship. We have to invest a... Ooh, is that a mint chocolate chip? Velma says. Maybe this investigation can wait for a minute. Mint chocolate chip eclair? Also, Velma, there's not a fucking ghost on the ship. You don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. There's a mysterious going on. Mm-hmm. Someone dressed as a ghost, potentially. But you yeah. don't know that it's a ghost. All right, no. let's keep it real, Velma. And she could hear it ranting. I'm not sure what it's about, but I'm sure it was problematic. And she doesn't seem to even be looking for it at the moment. She heard it ranting about a lot of things that it and Nazi Bigfoot might have agreed on. Let's just say. Velma takes a bite of the puff pastry and sighs with happiness. <laughs> she eats the whole thing and licks her fingers clean. Shaggy offers her another delicious dessert. Don't mind if I do, Velma says as she takes the sweet treat. Here, Shaggy, try a bonbon. Like, this is almost as good as a Scooby snack, Shaggy says. Wow. Dear listeners. Laurie's son's been paid by the Eclair company. This is fucking insane. This is this is a insane level of of decharacterization. First of all, why would Velma be sitting around fucking with Shaggy and Scooby when there's shit to be done. That's not what Velma does. Velma is driven. Velma is clever. Velma is ultra intelligent. That was in the bio. Let me just go back to the bio. Although she's the youngest member of Mystery Inc., Velma's an old pro at catching Kurooks. 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 Go back. And it does say here that Daphne's a 16-year-old fashion queen. She's she's not 16. She's an adult. They're all adults. (laughs) They should all be adults. Okay, also... This just happens when they're 16. They define Daphne's age as 16, but they have not defined Fred's age and just said that he's the oldest. He's the oldest. Is Fred a groomer? Uh, Depends if he's shampooing Scooby-Doo. Anyways, back to the biggest indictment. Uh, This is the worst thing that he could have ever written. Shaggy says, like, this is almost as good as Scooby said. You know what Scooby-Doo says? He says, right, right, we's better. What? What? What are you saying? How dare you. He fucking loves Scooby Snacks. I'm yelling a lot. Look how much I'm peeking the microphone. <laughs> I've been yelling too much. I mean, at least one of those was the slam on the table there. Jesus fucking Christ, Laurie. What S- is this? Scooby proclaims with a mouthful of the confections. The three friends happily hand each other cupcakes and candies, donuts and peach pies, sundaes and celery sticks. Celery sticks, Shaggy says suddenly. He looks at the hand holding the leafy green vegetables and his eyes go as large as tortillas. Flowery <laughs> tortillas that Scooby... Um, the author is big obsessed with trying to think of big foods that are circular <laughs> shaped. Because he said as pies. big as pies earlier this time. He says tortillas. tortillas. Let's see if maybe later on he might end up going for like... I don't know. What's another circular food? Pizza, I guess. Yeah. Bowl of soup. Mmm. I'm going to have soup for dinner. 
Oh, if nice. it's not off. Leftover soup for dinner if it's not off. The hand is dripping with rotting seaweed. Ah, uh, it, it's the ghost. Uh, to page 41. It's the ghost, but I don't know who says it, so... Ah, it's the ghost! It's going to be shaggy. Oh, it's shaggy. It's the ghost! Because it's... And, and just do one for Scooby as well. <laughs> it's not Scooby because he didn't say Ritz the, Ritz the Roast. Ah, uh, you're right. It's page 41. We're no. going to turn to page 41. <gasps> you got an illustration. This illustration depicts uh, what I can only assume are three bodies uh, underneath a blanket, uh, probably the blanket of the buffet table. Oh, the tablecloth, right. The tablecloth, that's what they're called. Um, knocking chairs aside, in the foreground we can see what looks like buffet food, and mm. I'm guessing that's chili, or perhaps it's iced cream, or maybe Ooh. it's, um, I don't know, casserole. Um, and There's... the windows are in the shape of the of, of this shape. Yeah. Yep, yep. What would you describe that shape as? Like a little guy like going, a, like a king yeah. going, yay! It's kind of octagon shaped, but with like a three pronged crown and a two little hands. It's it's a beautiful shape. Mm. Mm. These chairs are flying. Yep, chairs flying. I already said that. Ah. This is what looks like balloons, or maybe yeah. big smarties, and those are balloons. True. We can't see the ghost. No. So, bit of a let down there. Yep. And that's the page, dear listeners. Continue with the story, please. Valma, Shaggy, and Scooby jump up in alarm. When they realise that the sea ghost is under the table with them, they accidentally knock over the buffet, and its contents go soaring into the air. Run! Shaggy shouts. The tablecloth lands on the three friends as they flee. They look like a three-headed ghost. Oh, that's a good thing to describe them as. As they run blindly around the ballroom. Bonk. They smack into the dining table. Thud. They stumble. They stumble. <laughs> they stumble. They stumble. They stumble over a set of chairs. Like, who's driving? Shaggy asks. Not me, Valma replies. Not me. Scooby says. Suddenly, his feet catch in the flapping tablecloth. He trips, and they all begin to fall. We're doomed, Shaggy moans. The ghost will catch us for sure. Turn the page. The friends tumble forward, tangled in the tablecloth, but instead of falling flat, they begin to roll. From the outside, they look like a giant snowball. From the inside, it's like being in the spin cycle of a washing machine. Like, I'm going to regret eating all of those desserts. Shaggy moans as he turns over and over. The sphere rumbles straight towards the sea ghost. Now it's the spectre's turn to run, but there is no escape. The giant ball slams into the scary spook. The impact knocks the mask off the ghost and throws the tablecloth off of Valma. Shaggy and Scooby's heads. Hey, I still have my glasses. I can see with my glasses. Velma says as the tablecloth lands around her. She looks at the ghost. Ray, the roast is a rake. A garden, sorry. Uh, I'm not a rake. I am not a garden, dude. Hey, the ghost is a fake. The man in the ghost costume tries to run, but Velma grabs the trident and trips him with it. She stands over him with the tablecloth, twisted around her body like a toga. Great Neptune! Fred gasps as he and Daphne run into the ballroom. Velma, you look like a sea god, duh, uh, ooh, goddess, or her. <laughs> you look so sexy, Velma, <laughs> says Fred, the eldest. 
He's 25. <laughs> you solved the mystery of the sea ghost. Daphne exclaims. Not quite, Velma says. She points the trident at the man at her feet. Explain yourself. I just wanted to win the costume contest, the man confesses. I didn't mean to hurt anybody. Wait, so it's a different villain too? What the fuck? He would have gotten away with it too if it hadn't been for Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby-Doo. Daphne says. <laughs> Next contest, try not to go overboard, Velma suggests. Bit of a joke. The end. I just, I want to kind of put forward, can we do a book report to finish this off? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Because we're not going to do it, we only, those are my two lives. Those were your two lives. And that's, and that's an hour and 13 minutes of recording, and there's only going to be like 40 minutes to cut from that, so that's a 20 minute episode. I just want to say, and obviously it's a kid's book. It's for little babies. It is for children. It's for little babies. So it may be spooky Halloween, but this book is for kids. The thing is, with Scooby-Doo. Hmm. Is they always introduce the villain that Earlier. is going to be the ghost straight yeah. away. Yep. And then the ghost shows up. And so mm. you can kind of be like, oh, it's probably this guy who's doing this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily every time, but like that's the general gist, yeah, right? Sometimes there's a red herring. Sometimes there's a red And there should be red herrings. It's a yeah, mystery. Yeah, of course. This isn't a mystery. Every single ending was blind luck. Yeah. I didn't think once. And it's a multiple choice thing. So you could have multiple choices, right? Yeah. It's not like give yourself goosebumps, which, by the way, uh, there's a high art. Now, look, uh, writing a mystery is hard. Oh, for sure. I, I tried. I, I tried as well. I made from top to bottom and forgot to put any clues in my mystery film. I made season quest puppets and forgot to make it a mystery. There was, it was no... definitely mysterious elements. Oh, and mysterious, but not mystery. It was we were solving creepy. clues and crimes. Like what? We had to travel from place to place. We went to the library and found, like... Uh, books that had been issued out and had to track down who we had to... What did that lead to? It didn't lead to anything, did it? We followed it back to a certain person. Who? I don't remember the name, but I mean, we recorded that years ago. (laughs) We recorded it last year. year. (laughs) This year? I think maybe last year. That's so funny. No, we recorded it last year. It was homebrew. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, The the issue that I have with this, above all else, Mm -hmm. is the fact that I don't know who Mondo is. Yeah, I thought Mondo was going to play a bigger part with the wide files. The wide files. Oh, no, no, wait. Well, that's not even the same guy. No, that is a different guy, but it should have been them. I assume maybe yeah. in some... One of the endings, wide file didn't show up for Velma. Maybe no. she shows up in... I assumed that was going to be who it was for Velma. I assumed Velma was going to find out it was her ghost hunting idol TV show man. Yeah, I'm just going to turn... So we, we see... What happens if Velma's face drips with cold ooze? That's when you find Max Smolder. Velma does say a line, which credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as ectoplasm. It's as oh. fake as the 19th century frauds who invented it. Okay, so later on they do actually do some. So Velma does. Okay, but here's the here's the fucking here's the rub. <laughs> I thought you didn't believe in ghosts. I said the ectoplasm is fake. I never <gasps> said anything about ghosts. What? What are you saying, Laurie Sutton? Now, I've just quickly looked up Laurie S. Sutton. Mm-hmm. She is a 70-year-old writer who's been working on oh, okay. uh, Marvel, Star Trek, Vampirella, like, many, many Scooby-Doo and Superman books. So, very talented, but obviously she does write at a much younger audience, but she seems to like her 
uh, franchises and has worked on a lot of the game books. Um, I referred to Laurie as son as a man because of no roles barred Laurie. Mm. Is a man. And so yeah. I kind of just assume. Yeah, but so I guess, apologies, you know, Laurie. Sorry, Laurie. Sorry for uh, misgendering you, Laurie. Uh, however, our critiques of the book stay the same. Yeah, and I think if you were going to rewrite it, I would add more mysteries. Mm. Um, I would probably maybe... I'd lean more on the pirate theme. I was kind of uh, unclear on what the ghost there would of be... the Bermuda Triangle... Like, what's the yeah. relevance of it? And yeah. also, who is the ghost? What, yeah. what is the law behind the ghost? Why is the ghost doing these things because for the fir- for the first one it was he wanted to scare people away for his magic mm-hmm, show mm-hmm. yeah he was practicing his magic act of ma- appearing yeah, and disappearing let me just what was that 104 um, was the I guess in this to... case CGI means computerized ghost imposter <laughs> that one is to do with Mr. Smolder says so yeah so Mr. Smolder in that case what happened the is... Y-Files do get involved the do get involved but not in the stories. But not in the stories that we read, unfortunately, no. and we only read two because we are. We have two lives. We have standards here mm-hmm. at Pick a Path Podcast, YouTube, Scooby Doo Mystery Library stuff. Scooby Doo, the Ghost of the Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle. The Ghost of the. <laughs> the Ghost of the Hall. You know, I think my main complaint is just the fact that we won without really ever doing anything. It was mainly just we picked the ones that took us close to the end of the books. Yep. Which happened to be how we won. Yeah. I'm not sure if there was a threat of failure or death. Um, uh, yeah, I, could, I couldn't tell you. I've not checked. I didn't want to give myself spoilers, but I did want to give myself goosebumps, which is why this podcast exists. But for Halloween, gave myself some Scooby some, Snacks. Some, some Scoob Bumps. But... Did a bump there, were, there, were, there were no Scooby Snacks. No. There, and Scooby-Doo said the most sacrilegious line that you can yeah. say, where he said that an eclair is better than a Scooby snack, which what is the, fucking insane. And a chocolate chip mint eclair. Yeah, which is, I don't crazy. think that even counts as an eclair. No, me neither. So that has been our review, our book report, and our playthrough. And that has been our book review. Yes. Book report. Our book report, our playthrough, yeah. and our time spent together... Tom Collins, you chose. I chose Scooby-Doo, the Ghost of the Bermuda Triangle. And in fact, you gave me the choice. You let yeah. me pick from all four, and I said I want to do a pirate voice, mm-hmm. and I didn't do a single pirate voice the whole time, because the ghost isn't a pirate. No. He's a guy with a trident. Yep. So, uh, and that so has been just, Tom just, Collins. Yeah, just to just to wrap it up, I'd love to do a pirate voice if I could. Oh, please do. Please, please t- tell the listeners um, where they could find you, or... To tune in next time, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about finding me. I am on Twitter. I am at Tom Coolins on Twitter. Um, like Tom, the name, and then C O O L I N S. That is my Twitter thing. You can follow me there if you want, but I don't do anything. Arr, I'm not a. I used to do season quest, and that's over. Troy and I are friends. <laughs> Different from that. Um, also be sure to check out next week's episode, which is going to be, insert episode title here, and you will be just as frightened as you were in this one when I did my Dracula impression. I kind of sound like, um, Suiciduck. Check out Season Quest to know who Suiciduck is. Yeah, Suiciduck was the one who went like, what's the, no, the R-Fetched is what I sound Mm. like. Hope Boys RP, check it out. Season Quest, please check out Season Quest. (laughs) Check out Season Quest Podcast. It's very fun. It's very enjoyable. It's available on all podcast platforms, as is Pick a Path Podcast. And if you like Troy... Hey, hit me up. He's in there. 
I am. I'm in that. So is Tom. So is it? So am I. And, and so is Lucy and Charlie. And both of the Lucy's episodes, Lucy's episode has come out. It has, and so has Charlie's. So and so has Charlie's. Check out them. Check out Season Quest. Check out Pick a Path Podcast. And have check, a good day. And check me out. Halloween. I've had to. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>